It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Hello, hello, hello. Kellen Patterson, the old Kellen clan. This is Muscle P for P Real Talk in your earlobes. Yes. Not the earwax. You can keep that. But we'll take everything out. And this program is sponsored by P for P Muscle, the number one drug free sponsorship foundation in all of the world. And if you, yes, you, drug-free, natty athletes, are looking for a vehicle in a distorted foundation to stand on in a vehicle to drive your girls like what, Desiree? <laughs> like what? Like a mouth through ice cream, the chocolate of the cream with the snickerdoodle on the side. Ice cream. Oh, those, you guys are making me so hungry. <laughs> like uh, the snowflakes that are falling all around me right now. <laughs> <laughs> Buried in snickerdoodles, please. Well, anywho, before we get too far into this tasty goodness, check us out at p4pmuscle.com. And now, let us chit-chat with the banter. Ladies are Hello. Hello, Kaden Patterson. Hey, dudes. I, you know, I really have to work on more accents because I really, I only have one. <laughs> oh, my goodness. It's not very good on top of that. I, and I think I feel like we're stuck in the medieval times and we haven't been back to Australia in quite a while. <laughs> but that's okay. Get over there. Just give me a second, all there right? You go. All right, all right. Throw that shrimp on the bobby. Throw that good stuff. Which, which reminds me that we haven't had anyone internationally on the show in what seems like an incredibly long time as well. So I, we got to get back on that bandwagon. But today, oh. today we are in the United States. Well, we are in the United States yeah. every day, but this is our guest. So Kaylin Patterson. We are in the Midwest, where it's happening. The natty scene is yes. popping, and especially with this All lady. So, KP, yeah. set us up for we'll, tonight. We'll call her Mary Poppins, since we have the popping re- review going on. We'll call her Mary Poppins, <laughs> or Courtney Poppins, however you want to say it. She's popping. Yeah, those delts, those loops, those traps, popping, bopping, bopping and popping. Popping. What I'm saying Papping. is... This woman has just dominated. Well, wait, wait. I got to get that dad's reference in there. Bam. Yeah, we got to get that. Anywho, this lady has been tearing a new highway interstate all over the Midwest, and she's just killing it. And uh, actually, we were referencing her. So I know a lot of you guys have a, a prelude from uh, last show where we were just referencing her because she did so well and dominated in so many categories. And this has been pretty much the theme for the year, like like Des was saying. And I am very happy to know this woman because I know her heart and her passion. I know her husband who does so well in being a great supporter of such a great athlete. And, Courtney, introduce yourself. And for the people who haven't heard your name, please introduce yourself. And let us get this show on the road. And maybe a couple of shrimp on the body. <laughs> on the body. Woo, hello. Yes, Courtney Space here. Thank you guys for inviting me back. I know we've bantered once before. So I'm excited to now be in season, hot in season, while I'm talking with you guys instead of off season. So, um, but yeah, those that don't know me, I am a figure pro as well as now a physique pro, which I was not last time we spoke. Um, and 
classic figure pro and have also reached into the NGA. You guys saw me at the P4P Muscle um, this year for the first time. So, yeah, just kind of expanding new avenues and getting more experiences, more practice, more exposure, and just keep growing. So, growing in so many ways. <laughs> As they call me, Courtney, Badonkadonk Spade has <laughs> been my new title, apparently. <laughs> oh, yeah, my. I've been been uh, cranking out the competitions what did I have had three in a row so yeah my next one will be um, the natural Olympia that'll be my fourth one for the season fourth and final and what a show and what a show to uh, end a season on I must say so I mean that I mean and it's it's just around the corner really if you think about it so how have you been prepping mentally, because I know you've got the physical part of it on fleek, how have you been prepping mentally for the Olympia? Um, you know, for me, I this season has been, I shouldn't say easy, but easier than my previous. So me just sticking to what I've been doing with my nutrition and my workouts, and I've been feeling great. I've been able to keep my numbers up so my energy is good. And I'm just so pleased with how I've come through this year that mentally I'm just, you know what? I'm so stoked about what I put together that nothing else matters to me at this point. So, I mean, obviously, yeah, we compete to to try to be be at the top but for for me mentally I just know that I'm bringing a bigger and better package to stage than I have in the past so I'm just I've been staying excited for just showing that and that's awesome and it's I mean and that's exactly the right attitude I mean the Olympia is I mean it's a big show but you've also been competing in big shows and dominating in big shows, but it has to be exciting that it's also an international show because that brings a whole nother element to it. And so I'm curious, um, which categories are you going to be competing in? Because you can, there are several (laughs) that you can step on stage on, but which do you think that you're going to be most comfortable with? I am going to be doing um, the classic figure as well as the figure open, both pro categories. Um, The classic for me is probably the most comfortable just because it's been an add-in just for more practice, more stage time. I mean, yeah, it's a one piece, so you kind of feel a little more comfortable. You're not as quite exposed, but um, it, it's a very nice warm-up for me, especially with the order of those events. I'll be able to hit the stage in that first before I go into the figure pro, and I think that'll help get those first stage out jitters done. Um, it'll help me get my pump on a little bit stronger for the next class. Um, so I think, I mean, just in general, having that order is going to help me um, come through a little bit more. So I, I'm, I can't, as far as I know, I I can't cross over into the physique, which is okay. Um, I think at that level at the natural Olympia doing, I know a lot of athletes do it, but doing more than two is, is a lot. It, it's kind of draining on you. So yeah, I think sticking to those two will be, Perfect. And that, and you know, and I, I'm, I'm cool with that. I think that's fantastic that you're concentrating in that area. And I know classic physique at the, um, I think it was the mayhem that you competed in classic physique. And that's actually new for several of our listeners. And in fact, I think Kaylin and I were talking about this on a previous show that I haven't seen that category outside of Olympia, and now we're starting to see it creep into a few more shows. And I know our listener, Jamie, she wants to hear more about the suit, 
But uh, <laughs> I guess talk to us about the suit, but then also how that category differs from, um, we'll call it open physique or regular physique, if you will. Yes. And such the figure group, yep, um, classic figure. And that the one piece, um, basically it's still open on the side, so you get a nice picture of your, your obliques. Um, and then a lot of people think that, Oh, because it's a one piece that's covering my belly. I don't need to have abs, but you do still need to have abs. You still need to have the shape, the structure that they're looking for um, in that class as they are in the, the figure open class. Um, so basically the same poses. Um, it's just the classic look um, of having that one piece. So there, it is new newer um but old (laughs) coming back so uh olympia was the first time i saw it last year and there weren't many competitors in it but now that more shows are starting to bring that back um really sparking a lot of interest and i think it will keep growing year after year and are the poses the same then basically I'm sorry I tuned out. I don't know where I was. Oh, no. Yes, poses are the same. Okay, very cool. I know uh, one of our listeners, Sam, she said, you look fabulous in that outfit. Do you guys have any more angles of her in that? Well, we, as in Kaylin and Desiree, do not, but perhaps Courtney does on her page somewhere. Do you have any other pictures of you posted in your classic physique I I would have to look. I'm trying to think off the top of my head at the moment. I know I have um, that one just front shot of me with my pro card and my awards um, with that yep. mayhem backdrop. But I do, I know in my gallery somewhere I have um, other photos and video too. So I can post that um, to my face that Facebook and Instagram so people can take a closer look to it. Is it just I yours? Actually, yeah. Midwest muscle? Not people be real yeah. talk? Then I, Being kind of say selfish there? Any I said, uh, not, not people be real talk in Midwest muscle? I, no. Kaylin's Kaylin's asking in a very passive aggressive way if you can also share that <laughs> and the Midwest uh-huh. muscle. Uh-huh. <laughs> Dude, you guys? <laughs> yes, I most definitely if can. Tag us. That would be great. <laughs> and I, I have actually been working. I, I, I'm a little crafty person, too, so I've been adding more bedazzle to it. So I'm getting it a little more shimmery and sparkly for the Olympia stage. Ooh. So I'll have to post a picture oh. of, yeah, the add-ons that I've done. So yeah. Kayla, we like more sparkly. <laughs> That'll be good. That'll be great. So you guys go ahead and stalk her on Instagram and uh, Facebook, Courtney Space. What's your Instagram handle, Courtney? It's at Courtney Space. Courtney dot Space. Okay. Um, okay, got and it. And then I you know her name, also you can find her. Also have my team um, at Team Build by Design is my other team page. So they'll be okay. myself and my other competitors that I coach on there. All right. Very cool. Now, Kaylin and I have been just raving about the number of novice and beginner figure competitors at the P4P Undefeated show. And Luke wants to know what you think, I'm going to call it a phenomenon because really I haven't seen that anywhere else. So what you think of that phenomenon in the figure beginner and novice classes, they've heard us talking about it, but they want to know, um, your perspective as an athlete to see those classes so packed? I was floored in a good way. It it brought my excitement back, to be quite honest. I've been to several shows where the numbers have been lower, especially in the figure group yeah. this last year, which has been – surprising a lot of competitions I've done in the past the bigger groups have been huge Um, to see those numbers return is awesome and for me as an athlete it was exactly what I needed 
coming into the Olympia. I needed to have that big class number. I needed to have that time on stage, the judges pushing us and working us and taking us through rotation after rotation after rotation. I think we were on stage for, I mean, in the, in the 35 plus, cause that group was yeah. huge too. The master's group. Um, we were on stage for like 20 minutes. So, I mean, seeing those class sizes is great. And it's going to bring a better caliber athlete forward into the pro categories. You have um, the bigger classes. You're going to have better, bigger physiques. And it's really going to push that next level of pro to be pro ready. And I think that's fabulous. You know, and I'm glad you bring that point up because sometimes, not very often, but sometimes you'll see pros step on stage. And I feel like maybe they just were stepping on stage to maintain their pro status like they needed to compete that year because they weren't really quite ready. Right. And you could tell. And so, I mean, I guess we lament when there aren't a lot of pros, but when we do see the pros, you know, we want them to look like pros, and yes, uh, and correct. for our, you know, and for the most part, the vast majority do. But every once in a while, you'll get that one, and you're just like, oh, <laughs> what? Where you you needed one more month, maybe, um, yep. and then you'll be back to your you know your regular look that we're used to. But you know, I like the point of you know really challenging the pros to be pro ready because. The show is not over once you get your pro card. You know, half of the right. challenge is competing as a pro, but then the other part of the challenge is representing as a pro, and I think that's just as important because that gives, you know, amateurs something to strive for and be excited about, I think, anyway. Exactly. exactly. Yep. I, I, I was just thinking about that because I know a lot of people want those pro cards, especially now since we have the social media uh, forum growing the way it does, a lot of people just get that as more like a hashtag or an add-on. But I, I think uh-huh. if, if we relegated it to, like, pro card holder instead of pro card competitor, I think that might put a little spur in there behind to step their game up yeah. a little more. Because like, like, like that says, you know, it's it's one thing to see – a lot of pros on stage, but we've been to enough to see that some people are just out there uh, not not disrespecting the athletes on stage, but, you know, I think they could have prepared a little bit better, especially when you see the pros on stage. Because I, I can recall thinking about the, the Windy City, and just because the, 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 the open bodybuilder that won had been around the guys that were getting ready for that pro show that he was able to step his game up and he was actually at the level where he could have stepped on stage as a pro and competed. And that's, that's the kind of drive that I think Courtney and Des are, are both talking about. And I think that's sorely needed to keep the, keep the competition at the level it needs to be for, for natural bodybuilding to improve as a whole. Right. Yes, sir. I would agree with that. Um, yep. Well, look at look at here. We got a question from Dale. Dale, where you been, dude? You haven't asked a question <laughs> in a long while. Either you haven't been listening or you've just been shy. I don't know what's going on, but welcome back. Dale is asking Courtney. He's saying competing to represent your country as compared to representing your team, which is better which has more value and meaning? That is a tough question. I mean, obviously, my country is all, always first and foremost. Um, I, I think that having a good standard, a good representation of team body first is going to show and represent who you are mm-hmm. um, and represent your country well. Going into the Olympia, obviously we're going to have lots of international um, competitors there, and showing who we are as a person as well as a competitor 
and representing our country with a high standard is always first and foremost on my brain. Um, we're, we're there to support each other. We're there to motivate, um, pushing everybody towards their goals. Seeing each competitor backstage and knowing each of them has their own story, has their own mission, um, we should never be downplaying any of that. Um, and I think as, as a country, you know, you, we hold that near and dear to our hearts that we're, we're passionate about what we do, but we need to be supporting and uplifting everybody always. Um, and obviously I ingrain that in my team as well. Um, we're always taking in and supporting other competitors and guiding and answering questions. And so I, I just, I guess they go hand in hand to me, really. Um, mm-hmm. I guess that's it's kind of rambling here, but that's, that's kind of where, where I always feel. Um, gosh, what's the word I'm looking for? My team oh, is my soul, but my but my country is yep. my soul, you know. So yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, we got you, we got you. <laughs> um, <laughs> this next yeah, question hard, is from Lainey. The answer <laughs> it is because they both they both are special and important in different ways. Yeah. Exactly. I mean it. Yep. You don't you don't get the chance to represent your country very often or all the time, but yet it's your team that's with you show after show after show. So, uh, you know, exactly. it, it could be kind of they a talk They go hand in hand. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yep. All right. This next question is from Lainey. Lots of top names are going to be at the National Olympia this year. What's that going to be like for you as a competitor and fan? I do, there's a lot of excitement leading into the Natural Olympia. I've become um, pretty good friends with a lot of these competitors, and the the dynamics backstage are so different from what you see on stage. <laughs> so it's we're all a family, and then once you hit stage, it's like total seriousness. Um, we're there to compete against each other again, obviously, but it's that meeting that everybody is here for the same reason, you know, like-minded and we're all excited to just get together and have our little, little team USA family. And then all the other international competitors there too. There are some competitors that will be there that I have not met. Um, so I'm actually excited about that. I think um, bonding and learning from each other, again, helps you grow and develop as an athlete. It's, it's part of the experience. And I don't think um, people, people think that, you know, oh, that's the competition and there's a lot of edginess or um, people might be nervous or scared. They're, they're really isn't a lot of that maybe with those that don't know what to expect that are very new coming into that you can see some nervousness but otherwise everybody's mingling and having fun and um, it's just I'm, I'm really excited for for seeing everybody again and plus it's in Vegas it's yeah. in yeah. Vegas <laughs> oh man well, I know they say what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas, but if you win, don't leave it there. <laughs> I'm bringing our home to us. <laughs> right. Talk about it. We got a <laughs> All right. Hey, we have a question here. They want to know, did you get a chance to dress up for the uh, fashion, fashion show at P4P Undefeated? I did. I was on stage for the fashion show. <laughs> I had... Um, my final outfit was, was almost like a classic figure suit. Otherwise I started with, um, some athletic wear on. So yeah, if you noticed, yes, I was in that, in that fashion show. 
That was uh, you know, at the, I I know they come up with some creative stuff, but it's really hard uh, to keep up with some of it because it's just so much going on. And you guys were having so much fun. I didn't know if uh, 2.0 was doing a, a lip sync or if he was actually doing it until I saw where, you know, he was holding the microphone. And I was like, wow, this, this guy, he's on another level. I, I'll give him that. And yeah. you guys, I mean, it looked like you were feeding off of his injury, in, in energy as well as uh, him feeding off of yours. Yeah, it was fun. We all just kind of freestyled it. And actually him – him singing was a last-minute thing. He wasn't originally slated to sing that day. Um, oh, wow. So they just kind of won that last minute. But they're like, you know, it would be really cool if he could do his his routine. He did his dance number, and then we came on. Um, there was, what, maybe a group of 10 of us girls that did the modeling. That, that was the first time I've ever stepped on stage to model something. So. Um, I just looked at it again as another fun opportunity to put myself out there and gain some more stage presence. I mean, any opportunity to be on stage and and just having fun is going to help you stay more composed as a competitor in other areas. So, um, yeah, just having fun and winging it with him was, was pretty cool. Now, I, I got to say, as a fan of the sport, I, I'm, I'm, of course I'm going to be biased for the Midwest and the competitive. But as a fan, I think healthy females being on stage looks so much better than the starving model that is basically caked with makeup. It just yep. seems like it does so much more for the outfit, for the energy that they give, and you get to see a real person with with real dimensions. I mean, there you can't Photoshop a competitor on stage. It's just not going to happen. So I, I think that uh, if more and more situations like that happen at these events with photographers there, people will actually get to see the, the, the beauty of a natural physique and a natural athlete because I think the stigma that comes from the enhanced arena has, has trickled down into our our arena simply by association. It's not like we're equal to that because, you know, we, we don't have women on stage that are looking like men in size and dimension and proportion, but you get to see a feminine physique with muscle. And I think that's what they've been looking for all along. They just don't want to admit it. Yep. She said, yep. <laughs> yep. yep. <laughs> And it is it is a stigma that's out there that like, skinny skinny models and like you said, they have that that more muscular tone be presented. I think it a lot of people go, Oh, okay then <laughs> Yes. It's yeah. nice that's what it can look like. <laughs> Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. It's you know, it's just all of what pop culture drives, and pop culture has always driven skinny models, and that's part of, I don't know, that's part of the challenge in society with the way women view themselves. But if they were all bodybuilders, we'd probably all have the same stigmatism too. That you know, you're not, yeah. you're not no, it, you're not bodybuilder, but. I know what Kaylin's trying to say, and I do agree that a fit woman in my book um, is is very attractive, more attractive than just a skinny woman in my book. Well, not that skinny women aren't attractive, but you know what we're saying, guys. You know well, what we're starvation saying. Starvation diet, the model in a bottle. I think it, it's asking too much for the young women whose minds are still being developed and created. And for yep. them to be seeing that, day in and day out and realizing they're not matching up to those dimensions, it's tough on someone who's basically not looking at themselves fully anyway or in a positive way. When you get around the natural athletes, even if it's in a gym atmosphere, they're still engaging because they can talk about their lifestyle and their life. And and that, to me, brings a woman, I mean, a young woman to a woman where she can understand you know, I can be better in a positive way instead of basically becoming self-destructive 
anorexic and bulimic because I've heard that story way yes. too many times to be okay with it. And I think this is a nice facet or nice paradigm shift that could get them away from that lifestyle and self-destructive behavior. Yeah. yeah. I mean, eating, yeah. eating is it, to be healthy, not, yes. not, not eating to be, to be skinny. It's like, yeah. I, I, I'm constantly eating, and I get that question a lot. Oh, well, what do you do to, to lose your, your your body fat? Are you not eating? Like, no, I'm constantly. Like, it's, it's insane how much you actually eat to, to grow and develop and lean out. It's it's a stigma, yeah, that's out there that this, this persona being skinny is I, I can't eat, and it's not true. Yes. No, no. And I would even branch this conversation out to just athletic women in general. I mean, show me a trackster or a volleyball player or a basketball player that doesn't have some size to them, really. I mean, at least in their their legs, arms, through their hips. I mean, it's all about the muscle and just being, you know, active, having good energy, and they still all look great in their clothes. So, you know. I don't want to get away from this one. Carol just, uh, she goes, guys, please, please don't stray away from this one too early. Um, I think what she's asking is that we, like, a natural athlete is going to have an honest conversation. There's nothing to hide. And I think mm-hmm. in today's society, there's a lot of hidden things because, you know, back in the day, there were a lot of guys that did push weight loss, did push unhealthy tactics as coaches. And these are the people that the women were t- uh, trusting and having faith in. And so when they grew up, even though they might have outgrown that ignorance, some of that stayed. And so, you know, now we have the information, we have the athletes, we have the nutrition coaches, all the people are in place. And I think if we're more vocal, I think that, yeah, okay, Carol, that's exactly what she's saying. If we're more vocal, then more people can hear us more often because we say it in our world, and I like how she put that in air quotes, our world, gym, uh, shows, and around each other, but we don't really push it mainstream. And that's true. I, I, I won't uh, – I, I can't dismiss that because that's a very true statement because I, want, I know when I'm around my family – I don't want to get into the arguments or debates, so sometimes I'm silent when I should, shouldn't be. But it is mm-hmm. what it is, and I'll do better. And uh, thanks, Carol, for pointing that out. And there you have yeah. it. And there all good stuff. And, and speaking of good stuff, you had a post um, on your Facebook page either a day or two ago. I'm not sure how long ago I saw it, but... It was talking a little bit about your journey, and we we haven't really touched on that this show. I know we've had you on before, and we probably shared some of your history back then, but we get get new listeners tuning in all the time. Um, Mm -hmm. And it was just, you know, how you've really only been doing this two and a half years, which is amazing to me. But talk to us a little Mm -hmm. bit about how you got started. I know there were some injuries in there. I know you talked a little bit about some flack you get for self-coaching, just kind of walk us through yep. that post and just share for the listeners. Yes. So I um, had blown out my knee at about three and a half years ago, and I had an ACL and medial and lateral meniscus repair. So I was non-weight-bearing on my left leg for almost 12 weeks, um, locked Whoa. in the immobilizer, and I'm a therapist by trade, and so I know how important it is to have muscle balance rebuilt, motion back, all those things so that later on in life, I'm not going to have all these ongoing issues with my knee. Yes. Um, shortly after that, I did also have a breast lump removed, which ended up thankfully being benign. Everything was good there. Um, but also having high cholesterol. I just kind of had all these things going on. And um, I did have a girlfriend at that time that was trying to get her personal training business rolling. So she kind of helped me get going, trained me for my first show. And 
yeah, so then my first competition was June of 2017, so two years ago. And mm-hmm. since then, I have been coaching myself. I um, have reached out to a few people here and there thinking, well, I'd really like to be on a team. What should I do? And it just all kept coming down to, well, you're doing okay on your own, so why do you want to coach? And and I was like, you know, I just, I guess I just wanted to be a part of a team. I was always at competitions by myself. And so that's kind of, that veered oh. off into building my own team. You were never alone around us. <laughs> no, I wasn't alone around you guys, but so I kind of made my own little family. Um, but anyhow, I, yeah, I've been coaching myself since, and I've, heard and seen a lot of people say in the industry that you're not taking it serious if you're if you're not hiring a coach and it's like I I get that yes there's different avenues everybody looks at things a little bit differently so until you have trialed and aired certain things you may not know unless you've worked with a coach or not I kind of just play around with things myself I'm happy with where I'm at, what I'm doing. I do this for me. Um, I do this so that I, I feel better, that I'm staying on track with my health. Um, so it's not like I have to have a coach because I'm going to be the top competitor in the whole wide world. It's, you know, yes, I love that. But in the end, is that why I'm doing what I'm doing? No, it's not. Um, so, yeah, I, I competed – was it 2018 was when I won my pro title in May and so I had competed that so it was the fall before that spring that next fall I had almost seven seven or eight competitions back to back to back to back that I never I mean really since I started competing I hadn't taken any time off Um, so last year I got pretty burnt out having having all of that back to back so I did take seven months off um, from November of last year after the Olympia until June of this year when I started prepping. So really that's like my first and only ever off season and have gained a lot from that, have gained a lot of energy, muscle mass. I've reset my metabolism where I'm keeping my nutrition higher. I'm able to have more treats. I really don't deprive myself of of things. Um, when I feel I need a refeed, I listen to my body and I take a refeed. And it's just, it's been really, really cool to see the changes this year. Um, and I just have been staying on track. So, um even even now this week I'm two and a half weeks out from Olympia right now and I'm still hitting PRs in the gym. Um so I think that that speaks a lot for where I am with nutrition and uh, my body's still handling things well. Yeah. I just yeah, I I think that having that time off is very, very important. And some people tell me, well, that's not long enough. Well, <laughs> some people it might not be long enough, but I was okay with that. So I think everybody's bodies are different. And exactly. you, you got to trial and error things until you know. I mean, just like these last few competitions, um, Kaylin, you, you've, you've um, done the same thing as me where we don't really do any peak weeks. Um, yeah. Kind of veered to that where – yeah, we we found that okay, my body does really good on this regimen, so why am I changing it? I don't see any difference in in throwing my nutrition into this huge curve in a peak week and totally deplete myself and starve myself for what? To be low energy on stage and not be able to pump up and and show what what I've built. Um, so yeah, I even am to the point where I don't do peak weeks anymore. You know, I, I can't imagine being so deprived and depleted and then having the wrong song Taylor Swift come on for my posing <laughs> machine. I'm That's <heartbroken>. right. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, that that would be just too much. But I'm going with it. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) (laughs) Nobody knew. (laughs) One of my competitors was backstage, and there was another guy, and he's like, look at this girl. This routine's really good. And he looks at him and goes, yeah, that's not her song. (laughs) Yeah. It happened. Like, what? Oh, my goodness. But they're classic moments, and you know, if 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 you've been in the sport long enough, it's going to happen. I I, I, caught, I think it even gave you like you have two routines at uh, yep. was it was it the mayhem? Was it the mayhem? There's actually three. You did? Three routines. Three. Okay. Yep. And they got one of them wrong. It or was, was it at the P for P. P for P was where yeah it was done incorrectly. And you just you just went with it, and just yep. smiling. And I, I I wouldn't have known until you came over. And you're like, yeah, <laughs> maybe they'll get the next one right. And I just thought that was so <laughs> cute because honestly, I would have never recognized that that wasn't the right one because you stayed right with it. <laughs> uh, now speaking of the yeah. mayhem, speaking of the mayhem, because yeah. he. he uh, Court, Court, you got on stage there, and and you did well as well. And you know, I was so happy, and I was I was ready to cover the show. And then next thing you know, I see this uh, post come out that Lee had done about the next year's show, and I was like, okay, this is a game changer right here. And and no no relative pun going against the vegan thing, but uh, this was something that I was like, wow, you know, this is the stuff we've been waiting for. And I know a lot of people were saying, well, why not bodybuilding and why not that figure? But I'm saying people have got to start somewhere, and it's always going to be the what if and, you know, coulda, shoulda, woulda. But I'm saying if if somebody's the first one to throw it out there, then let's see where it goes. Don't sit there and, 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 and bark and complain about it because someone thought of something and said, this is a format that just might work. I'm saying if it works for bikini, then maybe it'll start working for bodybuilding and maybe it'll start working for figure and maybe it'll start working for physique, but it's got to start somewhere. You you have any thoughts on that? You talking to me? (laughs) You talking to me? I think it's a, a huge step in the right direction. This, this, I mean, bikini is always seems to be the larger group that comes out. There's all, always more numbers. Um, and to support back to them what they've been doing for all these federations is going to speak louder than words. This payout next year is going to be crazy. The, the bikini competitors, it is by invite. Um, so I do, do need to throw that out there that um, it's all all the bikini pro mm-hmm. bikini athletes that have supported the Natty Revolution here and out will have an invite to this show. Um, and yeah, payout of can I say it? Ten thousand dollars. Yeah, well, it's probably like ten thousand dollars. They're probably listening, wondering. Payout and. This is going to bring the bikini competitors out of the woodwork, and these pro classes are going to grow, and that's exactly what we need, especially me as an athlete. Coming into a show with little numbers is is tougher for me because I, I want to be pushed on stage. And so if we can get these numbers up there, we're going to have more and more large payouts like this here moving forward, not just for bikini. We need to grow every yeah, no doubt, no doubt. I, I mean, and if you can have beginner and novice classes like we saw at P4P undefeated with those numbers yeah. and then duplicate that in the open and then do it again in the pro classes, that would be phenomenal. Be that amazing. would be phenomenal. It would be amazing. So woo, just so much going on, and right now you're at the forefront. So what what I really want to know, what I'm sure there are some others want to know, are you going to have a new classic figure suit for Olympia, 
Oh, no, you're not. We already know you're blinging nope. up the one that you already have. Yep. So it's going to be kind of new. Okay. Never mind. Yes, I answered my own question. Too. <laughs> okay. <laughs> there we go. It'll be, it'll have a new attitude. We'll put it that way. We will put That's it right. that way. And so I guess I'm assuming you just probably, did you order your suit online? I'm sure you would just put in classic physique and boom, it just pops up. Actually, you know, it, was, it, it did not. <laughs> I See, searched, after I was wondering. And searched, and I couldn't find anything, anything. So I contacted Anita Fole with Perfect Fit Gear because she does all my other suits. And I sent her a picture of several gals that I'd seen on Facebook. This is what a figure suit or classic figure suit looks like. And then I sent her another suit design that I was like, I really like this color scheme. What can you do for me? And she made the whole darn thing from scratch. Nice. And and I literally put it on the day of competition because we cut it that close to getting it done. And it fit. <laughs> so she was spot on. Yes. <laughs> That is a leap of faith. <laughs> a leap of faith. As I told Leaf, I was like, you know, I have a suit. We'll see if it fits. I don't know. I, I took my sewing kit and my safety pins just in case. Oh, yeah, no doubt. It, I mean, but you know, like you but said, was, you don't go through a peak week anymore. So you you should pretty much have an idea of where your body is going to be at. I mean, because that peak yeah. week, depending on how it goes, you could drop five pounds in a week and that can equate into half inch to an inch depending on how your body reacts to that and uh and i've had that happen in in a negative way where you know by the end of peak week my suit i had my last fitting my suit fit great and by the end of peak week it was falling off it was too big and the judges saw it and that was not good yep not good not good all right. Oh, KP, last, I mean, we're, we're near the end here, dude. What, what thoughts no, do you have no. on your mind? No, no, we're not coming to an end because we haven't gotten to the, <laughs> the husband yet. Yes. The, the t- infamous Tony. Yes. So there's three so, things, yeah, the husband, the chef, the support. How does team dynamic yeah. keep it together? And that's from Clark. Oh, he he is like my rock for rock. everything. If I'm if I'm having a mental breakdown, he slaps me. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Oh wow. <laughs> I, that doesn't happen very often. Um he no, I I put together all my meal plans and every weekend he's like, What do you need? And he cooks everything. So if I mean obviously nutrition is all of it. I mean, you can work out all the time. If your nutrition isn't on point, it's not going to matter. So everything that I present to stage is part of what he has done for me too. Um, so weekends, we cook all the food. I get it all portioned out. He's usually on the road during the week. So it's really easy for me to kind of focus on, okay, this is my day. I've got, you know, get, I've got to get up. I've got to get to work. Here's all my food. I got to get my my workout in, and I can just focus on all those things all week long. Um, planning, obviously, we always plan ahead. So if there's an event or family outing, we're I'm always scheming. Okay, what? Where am I going to be? When am I going to be? And what do I need to have with me so that I'm eating what I need to eat always? Um, that's always the first thing I think of I think every day before I leave the house <laughs> where am I going to be what do I have to have with me and and I go and, and, and he's if truly a team guy I mean because I know he is when I was having my meltdown about the tan seeming to sweat right off that I was so nervous to be at the piece of pee he was yep. right there calm down Kaylin get yourself together you sorry sack of poop and let's get this show going. <laughs> they gave you and, a little uh, slap. <laughs> he 
Yeah, he, he did. He did. <laughs> no, it's all a joke and good fun. I know. <laughs> no, it was a lot of fun. I mean, like, he, he, he was all over the place, even when it came to taking pictures. So, I mean, there was just so much yep. that he, he I, I think he enjoys it. I honestly do. He does. He at first didn't. And then, uh, yeah, the more and more we got into it, the more involved he got. And he loves he loves helping everybody, making sure everybody's getting what they need and everybody knows where everything is at. If there's something that needs to be set up, he's, what can I do? What can I help with? He gets, he gets very involved and he really enjoys it. Yeah. And, and, and that's what's needed. Because uh, there's always going to be some chink in the armor. There's going to be something that isn't quite right. And it's nice to have that good balance and, uh, you know, somebody to keep keep the calm in the storm. And I know I wanted to do interviews so bad. And, and I think Tab was the one that really walked me back to basically said, you know, just, just take your time on stage and enjoy it because you, you, you do enough. And it, it was it was hard to hear. But I think it's what I needed to hear to basically mellow me out. So between him and Tony, it, it was a great show, and I, I had a lot of fun. I, I, I yeah. would have modeled if I should have had the chance, but uh, uh, Jesse was quite working too hard to get me guys. in that cutoff. No, uh, no, no. <laughs> but Jesse wanted me in that half shirt, that half uh, Sigma Fit shirt. She wanted me in that yeah. one so bad, and I was like, it ain't going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, he had a good time. I would definitely yeah, he was so he was so proud of that tan of yours, Kalen. Helped you touch yeah, that up. It, it stayed <laughs> real good. It stayed it did. real good. He did a he did a great job. Oh, that'll be one to add to the Kalen tanning. Yeah, <laughs> my all of my tans I've done for my shows are all the pro tans, so he puts all that on me too. So he's he's got the experience and the pattern down of putting on. We've got some pictures of that. Oh, no, 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 we don't. Yes. No, we don't. No, we don't. I have it. I have it. <laughs> yeah, because he just touched that right up. Kalen Patterson. Yes, he did. He enjoys every bit of it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> One of the perks. Yeah, so does that, so that lady in the elevator, too, but we 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 won't talk about that. No, we won't. <laughs> no. Oh, that no, we're not bringing that one up. No, ma'am. No, ma'am. Hey, well, it's down to that time about shout outs. Uh, I think it's about that time. What do you think, Des? I think it's that time. Okay, let's get it. Shout out time. Gosh, yes. Where do I even start? I mean, obviously we're at the well, start with where we're just left off. We love you. Yes, Um, yes. Yes. P for P, you guys, awesome. Thank you again for having me on. Very much appreciated. It's always fun, fun talking with you guys and hearing all the questions that everybody out there has. And you know, obviously, if there's any more questions that Anybody out there listening didn't get answered, you can always shoot me a message. Um, I'd be happy to answer any questions anybody else might have. Um, but yeah, my husband, again, my he's my rock. He takes care of all the other extras for me, keeps me calm, keeps my sanity, keeps my nutrition on point. I There's I'll say it over and over. There's no way I could do what I do every day if it wasn't for the support that I get from him. Um, it's, it means everything. And I uh, got a shout out to my team, Team Build Up by Design. I've uh, finally ventured into that avenue and have a good squad going and made this fall season so memorable for me um just having people to to sit and talk to and to get motivated and excited and um 
they they have made this season just so fun, so fun for me. It gives me something else to focus on too, besides just what I'm doing all the time for myself. I can really help them help um, other people reach their goals, and that that feels amazing. Um, yeah, and and I do have to give a shout out to to my work a little bit too. <laughs> I work for a MJ Care Rehab Company and work at a long-term, short-term rehab facility. And they're super flexible with my schedule, putting up with me, coming in and out at weird times, shifting my schedule around, being off, um, especially a lot lately with the shows. Um, they've really been super supportive and accommodating to all my needs there uh perfect fit gear obviously for making me some amazing suits uh and the natty revolution having killer shows that we just continue to have a blast with i love the support everybody is a little family um and obviously p4p you guys um put on an amazing show this year as well um and i'm just really excited and happy to be a part of that and see where that all goes no yes. doubt so we we expect to see you on a uh, p4p canister next year so i yeah. think you're going to have to show up and uh you know defend the title i don't know do something you've got three pro <laughs> categories you can compete in let's get it done <laughs> that should be enough to put me on a canister now, right? <laughs> you think it would be. But, you know, next year, next year we just have to go for it. We're we're lobbying now. We're lobbying now. All right. So yeah. I, um, I have enough stories from you guys to start a martial arts school. <laughs> See? There you go. There you go. There you go. KP, last question for the night. Yeah, this one is about the knee and being in the rehab uh, on the other side. How weird and strange did that feel? And did you have to go through the people that you already know and work with? For for getting my knee rehab? Yes. Um, so really I did majority of it myself. Um, but I did go to a therapist that I have worked for for years. Larry Hickok is his name. Um great therapist and I just I knew I needed to go to somebody to push the range mm-hmm. because if you have ever gone through a knee I surgery I yep and yeah. I've rehabbed so many that I knew that range of motion there's no way that you can push yourself to that point of pain to get no. that range that you need there's just no physical way you can do that on your own so oh, yeah. I'm like, I need to go to somebody at least three times a week for just that, so that I have someone to push that for me. Um, so yeah, I went to somebody that I worked with for years, no one trust, and did that part, pretty much all my exercises and everything else I did on my own. And then obviously, as I regained my normal feet of range, I didn't need to go for that anymore. So um, just yeah, it was it, it wasn't that weird. I I don't know. <laughs> pretty pretty <laughs> normal day for, anyway. for me. If you live a day in yeah. Courtney's life, it it's pretty no, weird anyway. So. <laughs> <That's scary. Yeah. laughs> we have oh, shoot. I love it. I love it. Well, Courtney, thanks again for oh. hanging out with us and we are so super excited for what the Olympia is going to bring, and we wish you all the best. So, um, you know, just keep grinding, girl, and keep us posted on how everything's going. Thank you very much. I sure will. All right. So on behalf of Classic Physique competitors everywhere, the National Olympia coming up, Snickerdoodle Canisters, the boys from P4P Muscle, and myself, and Courtney Spaith, your body is a temple, so let's build it.
Thank you, guys. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.